Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Free Terrible Gamers. I'm your host, Colin, here with Ashton. Hey guys, how you doing? Episode 71. 71. Getting up there. Way up there. Alright, got, I think, two left over from last week, then a whole set of new ones again. So, we're going to get into it. Nintendo Switch Flash Cart was announced. Yeah, so this was from last week, so... It says unofficial MIG Switch, but it's actually official now. It's been released. Uh, but it is the MIG Switch flash, flash Cart announced. Claims to work on unmodified Switch consoles. Nearly seven years into the console's lifespan, an unofficial Switch Flash Cart has been announced by a third party. This product is called the MIG Switch and describes itself as a backup and development device that is compatible with all forms of the Nintendo Switch without any additional modification. For those who are not aware, a flash cart is a device that allows consoles to read data from SD cards in the game cartridge slot, which can be used to develop homebrew games and or backup data. Although this, is gener- this generally sounds harmless, flash carts are typically used as means to pirate official games released for the console of choice. ROMs for games can be downloaded and placed onto the SD card, inserted into the flash cart, and then played on an actual console. Similar carts have been created for Nintendo's past handhelds, including the 3DS and DS. What makes the MIG Switch interesting, however, is its claim that it can run on unmodified Switch hardware. Previously, players would need to go through a lengthy process to modify their Switch console in order to play ROMs, but the team behind the MIG Switch says it will not not be necessary to use their product. And then there's more, but I'm going to read just in to sum it up. So like I said, it's already been announced. I mean, already been released as of I think the f- the third of January, and pre-orders are already sold out, which I figured they would be. I was wanting to get one, but I didn't have the money <laughs> when it released, so there's pre-orders are sold out. So I'll get it next round. But it's the 
it comes with the MIG switch card. Obviously, the micro SD card is not included, but it comes with a MIG switch dumper that is used to back up your legally owned Nintendo Switch games, your physical ones. Obviously, you can't back up your digital ones. And then uh, it'll they'll also provide the software in order to go with that MIG switch dumper. So they are, I mean, they're promoting you to do it legally. Will people do it legally? Probably not. But they're promoting it as a legal way to play your backups. So Nintendo will attack this, but it's already out there. It's it's out there. It, people will keep making new ones, and they're not having it on their own site. So they'll just keep. Once they shut it down on one site, they'll just go to another, another. They're not going to stop this. No, and that's what the part of the article you wound up not reading was saying is. Uh, Nintendo is definitely going to try to shoot it down. Now, how successful Nintendo is at shooting it down is a whole different story. But just like how you mentioned, it's going to go from point A to point B to point C, and you know, continuous until I want to assume probably midway through the Switch Two life cycle, because that's usually about how it seemed like how long the 3DS and DS one lasted as well. Well, about halfway through the present thing. And personally, you know, I like emulation and everything, so this to me is a good thing. To others, it's not. But what'll really screw Nintendo is if the Switch 2 is backward compatible with Nintendo Switch games, and if the Switch 2 cartridges are the same size as the current gen Switch. That'll really screw Nintendo. But I doubt it. I think the cartridges will be different. Uh, I think Switch ROMs, I mean Switch cartridges now, will be backward compatible with the cartridge slot on the Switch 2. But I think the Switch 2, they've done that with like 3DS and DS. Like they'll have like a, just one little plastic piece that won't allow it to go down in. You know what I mean? So I think uh, there'll be different cartridges for the Switch 2. But we'll just have to wait and see. The good old Nintendo sits. Yeah. We <laughs> had a video yesterday. They was like, oh, yeah. They was like doing like a fake pitch meeting at Nintendo. They was like, oh, yeah, we're going to call this one Nintendo sits and you're going to have motion controls with your butt. <laughs> yeah. Move your left cheek to play a Master Sword and ground pound to do a ground pound with Mario. Sounds about right. Like, Something I Nintendo would try. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And there's it. Yes, I mean, I will be getting this and trying it out. I'll let you guys know how it is, but uh, I'll be doing it legally, you know. I'll put my legally backed up ROMs on it. But uh, just, I think it's a good thing. And if you do the same thing, we recommend you do the same thing. Yeah. Do it legally. We're not, we're not promoting you to... Pirate games and doing it illegally. We're promoting you to do it legally like you're supposed to. We're just telling you what's out there. Yeah. You do, I mean, at your at your own responsibility for whatever. I mean, I don't care what you do, but I'm just doing telling you what you should do. <laughs> the right thing. The right thing to do, yeah. Now if you already have a copy of a game and you download it online, technically you already own that game, so for me that's fair game. That's true. All right. 
On to the next one. PS Plus Essential Games for January. So I was only able to find three. Um, that's I wasn't able to find the extra premium yet. I don't think they're released yet, but they're just doing like the first half of January this time, and then doing the essentials and stuff on the second half. Yeah, I think so. Or the premium. Yeah. So uh, a plague tale requiem, requiem. Evil West, well, that one's for PS5. Evil West for PS4 and PS5, and Nobody Saves the World, PS4 and PS5. I've never heard of any of these games, so try them out if you want. Yeah, I mean, it's the essential titles, so it's usually the... Uh, the no-names. Central gets, like, the quote-unquote worst games out of the deal pack, usually, it seems like. It, yeah, they want you to pay for the more known games I guess about how Xbox used to well at towards the end whenever it still had you know the live gold free games they would they was crappy games towards the end but you know like I said at the beginning it was good oh, they had really good games in the beginning I mean Forza games and Gears of War um I don't even know they're a bunch I, Halos, a bunch of them. Oh, micro, yeah, usually I mean a bunch of Microsoft titles. Yeah. Or studios that they own. Yeah. Which I mean they had a few oddball good ones in there too, but I mean because I know they went through like the Walking Dead series at one point for the yeah. games. But yeah, as far as these PS Plus essential games go, it's I mean only one that really sounds entertaining would be the Requiem game. And that's, that's just because the I guess they all, yeah, but they all seem like uh, evil character games. I'm doing a bunch of air quotes this one. I don't know. Uh, I mean, they sound just like indie games to me. I've never heard of them. More than likely. I mean, probably. I, I definitely probably never won a game of a year award. <laughs> yeah, I would say not. Baldur's Gate 3 shouldn't have either, but we won't get into that. Nah, we've already done that a couple times. <laughs> On to this week's topics, talking about the Nintendo Sit. Uh, it yeah. has a rumor process. <laughs> no, it's still called the Switch 2, guys. It's not an official thing. Uh, not yet. Yeah, the Switch 2. Keep, it, keep an it's eye out for it. Yeah. Play with your butt cheeks. No, but uh, I mean, I think it's pretty much guaranteed at this point that Switch 2 is going to be a hybrid handheld system. The other one, like the Switches. But anyway. The Nintendo Switch 2 seems likely to release this year, but when and for how much? These are some of the questions on the minds of Nintendo fans as 2024 gets underway. If industry analysts are to be believed, the Switch successor should be out later this year with a price point of $400, offering his predictions to GameIndustry.biz for 2024. Dr. Sarkon Toto, a Tan Games analyst, Noted for being a Nintendo expert, said he believes that the Switch 2 will be out in 2024. He also affirmed that the persistent but unconfirmed rumors that a Switch Pro was indeed in development at one point. So, uh, like like always, guys, with the rumors, take it with a grain of salt, however you will. But uh, $400, that sounds to be pretty accurate, I think. Uh, pretty reasonable for, you know, the price of everything going up. 
and just it being a next generation system altogether, $400 is still less than the $500 for the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. That's true, but I mean, those ones are gearing towards the end of their uh, cycle, though, for next gen console because I mean, there's already been rumors and sparking for the at least the PS6. Yeah. So still with a grain of salt, especially if it's just going to have the same capabilities of the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. So, I mean, price point, yeah, that's still going to be fair because it's still $100 less than those, but they're already four years now into the generation. Going in, I mean, holiday season, so I mean, technically they just hit three years, but yeah. obviously we're in four now. So, I mean... Yeah, I think it's going to be a fair price, especially if they keep it at a hybrid level, per se. So, I agree that that would probably be a good point. They'll probably... Do you think they're going to do OED straight out the gate this time, or do you think that's going to be another option in the future? Like, you can choose. I think it's going to be an LCD starting out again, uh, but I think it's going to be 1080p instead of 720 in handheld. Yeah. So I think uh, the OLED will be a mid-season, mid-generation refresh like the, for the Switch was, but uh, get 1080 right out of gate for handheld, hopefully. Because even if it's an LCD screen, 1080p on an LCD screen still looks better, in my opinion, than 720 on an OLED. I mean, I would assume that would be the case anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Got- not. I mean, some people but- don't disagree with that, but... Some people die by OLED, no matter what the resolution is. But I guess it's all personal preference at that point. Which, if that's what the case, then it's probably going to be an extra fifty dollars whenever it comes out. Or who knows with the price of things, it may be a five hundred dollar console at that point for the OLED when it finally comes out. I say four fifty. I'll go ahead and predict it. But uh, <laughs> technically, in my opinion, I think we're already what going on seven years into the next generation because I don't see how two consoles by the same manufacturer can be in the same generation but that's just my opinion I think the Switch started the next generation but apparently it didn't no not by a long shot especially the GameStop employees what do they know they're going out of business <laughs> and the bill <laughs> yeah. I have my issue Xbox uh, Series X and the PlayStation 5 came out. I'm just like, technically it is the part of the next generation, but... I mean, I think, it, I think it is. I think it started it, because how's the Wii U and the Switch in the same generation? That makes no sense. They're two separate consoles. I mean, technically, who counts the Wii U? I mean, obviously, I know it's a thing, but... And yet again, we've mentioned how much crap the Wii U got. A lot, in the past, I mean, especially. It wasn't deserved. I mean... Nintendo should have marketed it better, but it's a good console and has a lot of good games. I still have mine hooked up right over there. Like, it's good. Just people thought it was a Wii add-on because they kept the Wii name. So hopefully with the Switch 2, obviously they're not going to keep the name Switch 2, but hopefully they let people know that it's a different generation. You know, so they don't just call it switch next or something like they get rid of the switch name so people aren't confused but they still kind of keep 
Keep it in a way that people know it's still a hybrid system without seeing it. Super switch. Super switch. People just think that's a Switch Pro or something, you know? So, and wouldn't buy it because it's not a next generation. They wouldn't think it was a next generation console. So that's why it's kind of hard. That's why the Wii U failed because people just thought it was an upgrade of Wii, not a next generation. So hopefully they don't make the same mistake with the Switch. And I think they learned their lesson. I hope they did. I mean, yeah, if they stuck with Switch too, they would be taking a page out of PlayStation books at that point. Yeah, I mean, that would work, I guess. But Nintendo won't call it Switch 2. They're more original than that. But. Yeah, I mean, no one... I don't think anyone ever anticipated for a console to be called a Switch. That's true. But being Nintendo... Like I said, they're original. That's, that's for sure. I mean, they call the next one Nintendo Hybrid. I don't know. Something, you know, something different, but still let people know it's a hybrid console. Nintendo sits. I'm still stuck on that. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, you do sit on the couch or, and play it, so I don't know. Only time I've ever stood up to play a Nintendo console was the Wii? for the Wii Sport. I mean, the Wii in general, obviously. I mean, that's the whole concept behind it. But, I mean, I don't think I ever stood up really to play the Switch because I didn't have the one-two Switch or Switch Sports. I did have. So, I do have Switch Sports. I played it, but I think the only other times I stood up to play a game is when it got serious when he's playing 2K and you had to stand up to be yeah. play better. That makes a difference. It does. All right, moving on to the next one. Epic's free game in a week for two weeks from now. Well, I guess technically a week from release. Well, yeah, a week and a half from release. Got leaked early, which usually don't happen. No. Somehow they let it back on this one. Yeah, so Epic Game Store users can expect the free game giveaways to continue with Sailforth being the next game available from January 11th to January 18th. Love, an indie platformer with a short <clears throat> playthrough time, is rumored to be the free game for January 18th to January 25th. Fans should approach the rumor with caution as only 80% certain that Love will be the free game and plans could potentially change. So, um, Self-Worth and Love, but as of right now, time of recording, I can't remember when it ends, but as of right now, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is free on the Epic Game Store. So if you want to pick it up. The 11th is when it ends. 11th, okay. So time recording, that's five days from now. I've already claimed it so I don't have to worry about it but. what release is when I mean on the episode release I think you have two or three days yeah Let's see it'll release on Tuesday which is you'll have one day it'll release on the fourth I mean on the tenth okay so when you're listening to this if you're not listening to it live get it run, done go we are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. 
Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Yeah, that's free. And start listening to us live. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, I heard it's a good game. It didn't perform well. Like, it sold less than what, but people said, like, it feels like you're playing the movie. Like, it's really good. And that's why it was, even though it's on the Epic Game Store, which I don't prefer, only have because of Fortnite, I went ahead and picked it up for free. As well, it cost nothing. Right. And the Epic Game Store isn't that bad, but I definitely prefer Steam. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, on to the next one. Speaking of Steam, yeah. Speaking of Steam, since I've done a nice little segue to it <laughs> on accident, uh, you know it was on purpose. You knew it was not your next topic was. <laughs> yeah. At least I don't think I got it out of order for you this time. But no. uh, Steam had a record year last year for game releases. Yeah, so uh, a total of 14,532 Steam games were, were released in 2023, marking a significant increase from the previous year. Despite including high-profile pro, high releases like Baldur's Gate 3, the quality of games on Steam varied due to a more relaxed curation approach. With over 110 titles already released in 2024, Steam is set to maintain its steady pace of game releases throughout the year. So 14,532, that's a lot, but like this said, it Steam kind of 
lowered their standards when it comes to games being released on the platform. So uh, not all those games are worth playing. So it's kind of like the Nintendo Switch eShop at that point. But, I mean, still, that's pretty impressive for that many games to be made. I mean, that's just on Steam, so that's not counting other games on other consoles that didn't make it to Steam. So that's impressive that development teams are, I mean, working hard and getting games out, whether they're high quality or not. I mean, they're still putting work into it. So... I think they, I can't tell you I've seen it like an exact percentage wise, but I think they said like up to like 67, 68%. So basically just over a third of it was all like shorter indie games. Yeah, I figured, you know, indie games, which I mean, they don't take as long to develop and I mean, they're short, usually pretty games that don't take long to finish. So. That makes that's sense. usually people entrance to the video game world like creating video games as well mm-hmm. yeah they get recognized doing indie games and then they get hired bigger development teams so I guess technically to an extent I guess you would technically not be realized as much on the Steam store yeah there's a lot of you out there but that's the thing there's a lot of you out there right you're not going to as recognized on the Steam store unless you really do stand out. Which to be so fair, I like I said, the Nintendo Switch eShop's the same thing. They allow pretty much any indie game out there, so would you really get recognized on Nintendo either, so Yeah, I mean I guess technically for Nintendo you would because they would put you on a Nintendo Direct. If they thought mm, you were decent. Not always. I mean sometimes some indie games they do, but sometimes they just release past two directs have had at least 16 different ones yeah but look how many's on the store that weren't announced that's true not all of them are announced just the bigger ones more known ones yeah but still it may as well I mean still doing better than us we don't make games so good for you that's right definitely more talented than us yeah we just make podcasts. We might have to get into making games. Yeah. Uh, three Terrible Gamers game. I don't know what we'll do, but we'll do something. Yeah. Figure it out. Still be better than Boulder's Gate. Yeah, that stupid game. <laughs> I hate that game. I've right. never played it and I hate it. I thought about getting it. But it's an RPG. I'll... How does an RPG win Game of the Year? Because it's mature. Because it's stupid. Titties, that's why. That's right. As we said before. Uh, Game Pass games for January. Alright. Um, Close to the Sun. Cloud Console on PC. Out now. Figment. Cloud Console on PC. Out January 9th. Super Mega Baseball 4. Cloud Console on PC. On EA, from EA Play, January 11th. We Happy Few, Cloud Console PC, January 11th. And also Resident Evil 2 was, I guess, kind of like a last-minute add-on to it because it, it was by itself. It didn't say Cloud Console PC, which I'm sure it's all three like these others, but that's definitely the big name out of this is Resident Evil 2. Yeah, I'm guessing it's the remake one, not the original 
Uh, I'd just probably remake. It didn't say, but probably, yeah. You say it'd be kind of cheap doing the original, original one on. Yeah. I'd like, I wish it, it was Resident work. Evil 3 remake. I really want to play that without paying for it. That's true. But yeah, yeah. Resident Evil 2, though, it's still a good game. Still a good zombie game. So if you haven't tried it out, definitely recommend it. Or if you have tried it and you want to play it again, there you go. It's on Game Pass in January. What Xbox done a weird thing like PlayStation, then they just done the first half of the month. Well, first half in a couple of days. Right? Yeah. Yeah, the 11th is the furthest it goes. Which is, like we said, only five days from now. So that's not even halfway through the month. That's, that's weird. I don't know why they're doing that. I mean, I'm guessing come next week we'll be able to give you an update potentially on the next half of the month, per se, but yeah, right now it's just weird. They just, both PlayStation and Xbox decided to only release half the month. The only thing I can think of, here. which it's just my opinion, um, maybe they had these set up for last year. Maybe they do it yearly, so like January they sign contracts for every month and do a you know a kind of a roadmap for the year and then just january they haven't got the contracts out yet so these are just some maybe some reserves they had in to release until they get the contract fully set for the year i don't know i know it's been 50 some episodes since we've done it you know game pass for january last year but it's still just i don't remember that being a thing last year i thought we done the they done released the whole month at one time they may have or maybe I just didn't pay attention. I don't remember. <laughs> At least it's been a year, so I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened at lunch, let alone something happened a year ago. I had chicken nuggets for lunch. I at least remember that. <laughs> oh, we got one more topic, and I think just enough time for it. Yep, we got uh, So, as many people have figured out now, or have heard that Mickey Mouse has entered the public domain. So, officially, people have started to do random things with Mickey Mouse, including movies, and a horror video game was announced from it. Yeah, so uh, two horror films and a video game featuring Mickey Mouse were announced just hours after Disney's earliest versions of the cartoon character entered the public domain. In the U.S., the copyright on Disney's 1928 short film, Steamboat Willie, expired in the U.S. on New Year's Day, 95 years after it was released. It means the early versions of Mickey and Minnie Mouse featured in the film, their first screen release can be used without incurring a cost. So you know people were just, uh, had these projects done pretty much and just waiting for the, you know, copyright to expire. Um... it's kind of weird, I think, and you know, potentially seeing Mickey killing people, you know, just be weird in a game doing that, you know, be kind of weird. But I mean, it's fair game. Do what you want. People, I mean, even the creators of one of the movies said that you know it's kind of a weird idea, but they had fun doing it, so they just ran away with it and made it. So good for them. Oh, yeah, I mean, I knew it was going to happen, especially with. The moderate success, which of course is more movie based opposed to game based, of the Winnie the Pooh movie last year mm-hmm. with the 
Killer Pooh and Piglet. It's just one of those things. People are taking stuff that's been involved in pretty much everyone's childhood because, you know, they've been around for almost 100 years at this point. Right, yeah. So they're just taking advantage of what's already there and using the name because they can legally do that now. Which, Mickey Mouse, I think, is more deserved anyways because Disney is the reason why that rule was in place for so long. Because I believe before, whenever it first started, like, when Disney, like, was first introducing all the characters or whatever, I believe, like, that anything entered the public domain in, like, five years. And then he got pushed to, like, 90 years. Then he got pushed to, like, 95 years before he passed away. So he was obviously long gone before it ever came back into the public domain chances, which is now. Right. So, I mean, seeing a Mickey Mouse video game, especially in a horror variety, I think I would definitely play it. <laughs> I mean, it's but pretty cool. It's just me. It kind of reminds me of uh, maybe like a Five Nights at Freddy's, something, something along those lines, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they would... I mean, obviously, they have to do the Steamboat Willie version. They have to do the black and white, per se, right. color scheme to use your current day, like, Mickey Mouse colors. You can't do, the, like, the red and yellow. Right. So, that, that's kind of, I think, why, like, because, uh, like, the monitors in Five Nights Freddy's are, like, black and white. So, it'd be kind of, reminds me of something like that, maybe. I don't know, but. Oh, yeah. But, with, again, it's an own horror game, and at that, indie game is successful with just the name in itself I could see it doing a crossover with uh, Dead by Daylight Mm, maybe yeah and I think Dead by Daylight could do like a thing not really make it like a Disney World situation but do like a background like that like where you got like your different things and stuff usually where you gotta start your generators and all that other fun stuff like do a Disney map on it and then knock it out obviously they can't use the Disney castle or whatever but make it to where it's like an enchanted land or something I mean they could use the steamboat right I mean if you don't own the steamboat bait thing they could do steamboat. I mean it'd be a sh- it'd be a small map but still I mean it's possible I mean they could technically be original with their own boat and no one yeah. would say anything anyway right they could all they could even make it resemble the hijack boat from Black Ops 2 if they wanted to yeah I mean, it's pretty good size so that's right, especially to travel around for a video game. Yeah. So, Definitely going to... A ton of possibilities here, and going to be seeing some Mickey stuff for... I mean, who knows how long. You know, that, I'm sure there's more in development at this point than even announced now. So. Oh, yeah. And like you said, all the ones that's already getting announced and released... They had this stuff ready. They were just wait. They were just waiting for it to hit the domain. So yeah. I can. There's no exact dates on these things yet, but I'm saying it'll be within by the end of the year. You'll see this stuff. Yeah. Well, if they would have said on New Year's Day, "All oh, this is done," Disney could have been like, eh, "Technically, it wasn't." You know, they could have tried to investigate and get them to take it down or whatever. Get them. But if they wait a little bit, then they can't necessarily say you had that done right on you know New Year's Day or whatever well that's still well that's still not even a illegal thing to do because you can start prepping everything you just say initially it was for like a home spectacle situation like 
I was just going to show it to my friends and family. And then it just so happened I wrapped up at this time. So legally, it wouldn't, they wouldn't even have really have to do that anyways because they already had it ready for friends and family. And then they just so happened to release it to the public right around the same time. Yeah. There's already a And that's what a lot of people do in those situations. Yeah, you're allowed to make stuff for yourself or whatever, but showing it to the public, you can't. Until you're obviously legally allowed to do so. A hundred years later. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. It'll be a long time until Mario gets there. Yeah, got, got 40 years down. Oh, well, almost 40. Almost. What, next year will be 40? 85 80 came out in 86 did, well Super Mario Bros came out in 86 85, I don't remember 85 or 86 2020 2020 was 35th anniversary so 5 more years yeah so it'll be right now we're next year will be 40 yep so yeah he has another 60 to go next year. Well, I guess take with 95 years. So. We'll be old, but still, yeah. still so, doing the podcast for you guys. We'll let you know whenever we get there. 2080. We'll be like, Stay tuned. We told you guys on episode 71 this would happen, and here we are. We'll be 80 some years old when that happens. We'll still be here to let you guys know. Eh, hopefully. Hopefully <laughs> we're not dead by I won't be. Oh, yeah? No. Nah. You might be, but I sure. won't be. <laughs> well, I'll be doing podcasts by myself. Well. I have changed into two, two terrible gamers. With just one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, two with... We're doing two with three. Well, three with two, I guess. Yeah. But anyways, that's all the time we have for today, guys. That's all the topics, too. So come back next week for a whole new fresh slate of topics. We've been doing that Maybe lately. the rest of the Sphinx. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, Discord, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Twitch. We got a new affiliate with Dubby. They're an energy drink company, so we got a gaming energy drink. Gaming energy drink specifically. So they're outlasting Game Fuel right now at the moment, I believe, from what little bit of research I've been doing on. And we also have an affiliate for uh, BetterHelp if you guys are struggling mentally or just need somebody else to talk to. Merch on Redbubble. Oh, we still got Discord. That's right. All right. That's all we got. Later, guys. All right. Catch you guys in the next episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. 
by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.